Hi, welcome back to Coffee Beans and Books. We're very sorry we missed all of January. It's probably the busiest month I've ever had. We are so excited to come back with our new book, The Sun Also Rises by Ernest Hemingway. I think it's about time I read a Hemingway. <laughs> this novel has been very interesting so far. Yeah, it's about the lost generation and their struggle after World War I. It centers around the protagonist, Jake Barnes, and his love for Lady Brett Ashley. Him and his friends start off living in Paris and end up in Spain. There are many characters that we meet throughout the text. And there are a lot of French words, too. And all of the characters seem to be insecure and lost. But first, we have to introduce Ernest Hemingway. It is a hot day in Oak Park, Illinois. About 30 minutes from us. On July 21st, 1899. Wah, wah. Look at our beautiful son. I can just tell he's going to be a famous writer one day. Ernest Hemingway had an average childhood and was educated at his local public school. He didn't discover his passion for writing until he was in high school. At age 17, he decided to go to Kansas City to pursue a career as a reporter for the Star. He did this instead of going to college. This is Ernest Hemingway, reporting live from the site of the robbery. Oh my goodness. He wanted nothing more in life than to serve his country and join the Army during World War I. However, he was rejected by the Army for a long time because he had a defective eye. He eventually managed to become an ambulance driver for the American Red Cross. Beep, beep. Ambulance driver coming through. I've come to pick up some soldiers. Pew, pew. Ah, I've been shot. Ernest Hemingway was not even on the front lines, but still managed to get hurt. He fell in love with the Red Cross nurse, but unfortunately, he was rejected. Will you marry me? No. After the war, he went back to Chicago to take a break from all the chaos. Then he traveled to France, where he made the acquaintance of other famous writers of the time, including F. Scott Fitzgerald and Gertrude Stein. Bonjour, Monsieur, Monsieur Fitzgerald. I loved your novel, The Great Gatsby. He wrote a lot of fictional books based on his own interests and the experiences in his life, including The Sun Also Rises, A Farewell to Arms, and For Whom the Bell Tolls. He traveled to Cuba and knew Fidel Castro. What's up, Fidel? Although the life of Ernest Hemingway was full of adventure and excitement, he ended his life in Idaho in 1961. Today we remember the legacy left behind as one of the greatest writers in American history. So Kate, what do you think about the novel so far? Um, well overall, I like, I like it and I think the time period's interesting and everything. Um, however, I'm just kind of confused. There's like a lot going on and it's hard to keep track of all the characters that pop in and out of the storyline, and they're always going places, and it's just like so much to There's, keep track of. They're always doing something, but what I notice is when they're doing stuff, they're always so negative, and like they don't really want to be there, they're really sad, mm-hmm. yet they're always like going out, partying, mm-hmm. having yeah. fun on the outside, but yeah. not on the inside. Mm-hmm. You can tell, no, yeah, none of them are happy with where they are. Um, one of the characters is always saying how much she like hates Paris and like wants to get out of there. Yeah. And so even though like Paris is supposed to be such like a fantastical place where like everyone's so happy and like enjoying their lives, it's like everyone's just kind of miserable. I think that's both. Doesn't Robert Con? Is it Robert Cohn or Con? I don't uh, know, I don't but know. he mm-hmm. mentions that, and also Georgette, the woman that we meet at the beginning, mm-hmm. who. We don't really see again. Yeah. 
She also says she does not like Paris. I think they just don't like anything. Yeah, they're they really so lost. Don't. They really yeah. are a lost generation. Yeah, well, that um, as you mentioned in the bio before getting into our discussion, um, one of the writers in Paris at this time, Gertrude Stein, had said, "You are all a lost generation," and I think that's a major. This quote like really applies to this novel. Yeah, Stein coined that term, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. And Hemingway made it famous through this novel. Yeah. Which it's really just they don't know what they're doing with themselves. They're trying to find purpose in life, but they really can't. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think the war just affected them so much that they're now like pessimistic about the world, don't have any real purpose. I know Robert Cohn Con, however you say his name, mm-hmm. he talks about that a lot. He's probably one of the main characters that expresses that. He's like, I want to go to South America. I want to go to South America. Why do you want to go to South America? But he just is like, I want to do something with my life. And Hemingway opens the novel talking about Robert Cohn. So you kind of think, um, well, you like from the get-go, you know he's going to be an important character. And it kind of starts on a depressing note. He just talks about how, like, in college, Robert Cohn was like... um, bullied because he was like Jewish and yeah he just kind of had like a tough go of things yeah face Mm anti-semitism so then he like tried to go into I think it was boxing yeah fighting mm -hmm. something and I think that was to prove that he was more than just his religion yeah and that he could be strong and he did that which I think was pretty cool Mm -hmm. and I was wondering, too, when I was reading, is why is Robert the main... Like, he's not even the protagonist of the story, but it's whom or who Hemingway opens with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rather than introducing the narrator or something like that. Yeah. The Jake. Um, Yeah, well, it's like in Great Gatsby, like... um, Wait, what was the guy's... Nick. Nick, yeah. Like, he is the narrator, but, like... The story's about Gatsby. You're so funny. I always see, like, stuff about that. Like, you're not even the story, the main character yeah. of your own story. Right, right. Well, it's like, like he's just, like, so in awe of Gatsby that, like, he yeah. wants to write a whole novel about him. So it would make more sense if, like, we... If, like, the whole thing was going to be about Cone. But does it's, does, it's yeah, not that way. It's not. I think he's just the perfect example of someone who is like, lost. Who's lost. Yeah, He's yeah. a perfect example of yeah. that. And Just, I think he yeah. fits like all of the themes of the novel mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Which is why they did that. Yeah. Um and then oh, I was gonna say something else. Unlike all of the what I noticed too is that all of them are like writers, artists. Oh, yeah. Like, there's this fascination with, like, literature, and I feel like that's kind of the stereotype is, like, writers are kind of, like, like, are filled with, like, wanderlust, and, like, they don't really know what they're doing, and they're all, like, alcoholics. Like, I don't believe that's true at all, but it's kind of the stereotype that Hemingway is, like, showing throughout this novel, too. Yeah, yeah. And, like, how much, like, writing and, like, the ego that goes behind with that, especially with Robert, because when he does well with his novel in America he comes back and he's like really like snobby right right I noticed too yeah and then he like loses all his money he has no idea what to do again like lost and um yeah they're all just kind of like just so full of themselves and they yeah 
I think we should talk about Francis too when we're on the subject of Robert. So basically, oh, yeah. Francis is this woman who's like kind of like manipulative, like status seeker, gold digger type of woman at the start, but then she just really wants to get married. Mm-hmm. Well, she was already married, right? Mm-hmm. She was married. Sure. Yeah, 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 had, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she had a divorce, and she's like, I want children, I want to get married. I think she just wants money. Like she but doesn't he, like, not money. have any money? But I think he, did he get it back? It was kind of confusing with his status, like, with his money status. Because, like, yeah. he didn't have it, he had it, he didn't have it, yeah. yeah. Well, he came from, like, a wealthy family, right? Yeah. So I guess probably that's why, because his yeah. family's rich. I think he lost it, and then he got it in America. But then didn't he lose it again? Or did not he sure. not? Because didn't he have, like, a publishing company or something? And yeah. then he... That's like, where he met Francis. Really, yeah. And then it, like, really failed. Yeah. So he lost all his money. But also, they talk... There's this whole, like, the argument between Francis and Robert. Do you remember that? Where, like, Francis was like, you don't want to marry me because you just want me to be your mistress. Oh, right. Because all the romance will be gone when we get married. Remember she right, said that? yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's... Something about, like, writers... Like, oh... Robert is so idealistic because he's, like, getting all of his influences off of, like, literature. And that oh, makes his imagination right. go crazy. Like, South America, yeah, I want to travel yeah. the world. Right. Like, he wants to have this big life. He wants to have a mistress because that's more, like, whoa yeah, than, like, yeah. being married is. Right, yeah. I would agree with that. Um, yeah. Robert is... I don't know. I Although... Robert is so idealistic and his head is definitely not in the right place. Yeah. Like I feel like like his like he doesn't really have any friends or anything. Like he kind of has a sad life and he was already divorced and like I just kind of feel bad for the guy. I know. He has children. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, like, what children? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I if he know. divorced his wife then they're probably with his yeah. ex-wife. I wonder how old they are. Yeah, I wonder. But, like, also, um, Jake, too, like, what's going on? I don't know what's going on Jake. I feel like he accepted his, like, like, pessimism. You know what I mean? Like, he just... Yeah. I feel like we don't know a ton about Jake. I feel Jake. like we don't know a ton about him either, but like, he's, he's just, like... Like, he's there. He exists. Yeah, he goes... He's constantly doing things mm-hmm. that, like, are supposed to make one happy, but he's so... Like, just he's built, so like, unhappy. He's, like has so much like melancholy or yeah. melancholy I don't know how to phrase that but like just constantly sad, like yeah in a negative state it's almost like he does all these things to like distract himself I think like to his core he's very lonely yeah. like he lives alone and he d- like it says like I went home and then I went to sleep like yeah. that it's just like shows how lonely he is and how he like just so desperately like wants some I think like wa- needs somebody yeah. in his life to like comfort him and be with him and that's where he tries to be with lady brett ashley we meet who's this really like i don't know how like elite like yeah. high up like girl it seems like mm-hmm. and she's like they kiss a lot and she oh, oh you know what lady brett ashley always she goes i'm so miserable yeah, she says that a lot. She's extremely pessimistic. She's so pessimistic. Probably and she seems, like, on the outside, like, oh, I have such a good life. Yeah. Well, 
But at the same time, I really don't think she, like, because she's so, like, upfront about it. Like, yeah. she, like, it's, like, the first thing she says. Like, Ra- or, um, Jake will be, like, oh, like, isn't it, isn't this such, like, a nice place or whatever, you know? And she's, like, no, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And she was right. always wants to, like, leave the situation. I yeah. feel like they're all just so insecure. Yeah, they Each really are. Each one of them yeah. has their own insecurities. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Lady Bread Ashley's is, but it, it just is there, and you can yeah. see it. And also, like, why doesn't she, like, marry... Why Why is she going to marry this Michael guy when she's always talking to Jake? And she's like... I know, that I'm so confused. Me. And how does... Michael not like no like yeah, she's by herself all the time she's by herself all the time and it's like for someone like her like I feel like he would know her well enough to be like oh yeah like she's gonna go out and make some bad choices yeah and but also, maybe he does know yeah. and he just doesn't care maybe I mean we don't know. and like then he, she was with that count guy yeah like how old is this count man I, don't, I was picturing old? big fat yeah man. that's what I was picturing too yeah and he was like the cigar <laughs> yeah facts and like i was the thinking, wine or whatever yeah champagne. yeah oh yeah they're like bring me the nicest yeah. champagne or like the oldest there was some alcohol he's like bring me the oldest that you have. they're all alcoholics yeah they're and i think that's like a yikes. simple for trying to like escape reality yeah like they're all trying to escape escape reality mm-hmm. in some form whether it be let's go off to south america and only have mistresses yeah or let's drink ourselves to death yeah like they all just don't want to face what's yeah. really going on in the world yeah they're always yeah they're doing whatever they can to distract themselves like from themselves like yeah. from their own problems they don't want to face sad. any problems yeah so but i just like the narration too you want to talk about that yeah or, like well, just it's so much dialogue it's too. a lot of dialogue and it seems like so like irrelevant yeah. like a lot of it's so like mundane it like, like doesn't arbitrary. doesn't make sense kind of it's like why why did Hemingway feel the need to put all this in here I think because, like, the underlying theme is just, like, no purpose. Like, they can't find anything to really be meaningful. And that was, like, the same thing when I read Franny and Zoe by J.D. Salinger. This kind of reminds me of that because it's, like, so much dialogue and so much, like, mundane dialogue. Yeah. They're, like, what's the point? Like, why am I reading this? But then you're, like, at the end you kind of get it. But I think yeah. right now we're only up to like what page like a hundred. Yeah, we're like halfway through. We're halfway through, and this is a pretty short book. Yeah. So right. I wonder how it's gonna work I'm out. I'm sure we'll get deeper. I feel like we're kind of just like, for the most part, skimming the surface. Like. Yeah. It seems that way. I mean, you could definitely like look into it deeper, like what we're doing now. But like, there's just like, they themselves have not really had like any deep conversations or anything mm-hmm. like that. It seems like. Like, for example, like, um, Jake and his friend Bill, which we're later introduced to, he, like, shows up later when they're going to Spain, which I guess we also didn't really touch on that yet, but, um, eventually they go to Spain, and Bill is going with Jake, and they, um, he's, like, they walk by this, like, taxidermy store, and, yeah, it's so gross, and he's talking about, like, stuffed dogs, it's like, oh, those poor dogs. It's like... I don't. What even was that conversation like? Why are they going into detail about stuff? No, yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't make sense. 
and it's like they're um, just going out to lunch, like they're walking around. Like you think that they'd want to, there'd be a conversation about them like catching up because it seems like they haven't seen each other in a while, like something like that. But he's like, goes on this, it's like a page dedicated to their conversation about taxidermy. He's like, you want me to buy you a stuffed dog? And Jake is like, no, that's okay. (laughs) And he's like, no, seriously, I'll buy you a stuffed dog. He's like, no, maybe it's like comfort. I don't know. I'm trying to maybe lead into something that is supposed to be like just weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I would think, I mean, there's like, especially for someone as talented as Ernest Hemingway, like, I feel like he wouldn't just, like, put that in randomly. Yeah. Like, everything is there for a reason. That's... Like, everything like has a deeper significance. Like, this and, like, Fitzgerald. Yeah. And Sahandra, like, everything is there. Yeah. Which is... I want to be able to write, like, I that know. where every single thing that a character says is meaningful. Yeah. Like, I think that's crazy cool. It is. Crazy cool. Crazy kid. so then they're going to go to spain right and this is well it's kind of part of goes off of um robert's desire to go to south america he reads a book about south america let's go to south america and jake is like well you know that kind of like doesn't make sense like that's like really out of our way it's like if i read a book about i don't know like hogwarts and i'm like i have to yeah yeah harry potter at least south america actually exists yeah that's probably not an example (laughs) or like if something was like all about like india like say i read like a passage to india i have not read that but i'm just thinking of stuff yeah and i'm like oh i have to go to india yeah right right well, so Jake is like, that doesn't make sense, but I go to Spain every summer, so like, why don't we just go, you can go to Spain with me. And he's kind of like, eh, I want to go to South America. And then eventually he, well, Jake is going anyway, and he's bringing his friend Bill, and they go, and um, then he gets um, Lady Ash, or Brett Ashley. Is it Ashley Brett or Brett Ashley? Brett Ashley. Like, yeah. Brett is her, like, given First name. name. Yeah. Like, if I was, like, hey, Brett, like, if your name was Brett. Then Ashley's her last name? Yeah. Like, her, like, I don't know. Like, where'd she get Lady from? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. She go. so it's then Robert, or Jake, Bill, Lady, Brett Ashley, then Mike, and who's the person she's going to get married to? And um, and then Robert decides to go with them too, cause he feels like he has a connection with, um. Uh, Lady Brett Ashley. Yeah. Which, oh yeah, Robert was talking about Brett Ashley a lot too. He was like, I didn't he say somewhere like that he's in like in love with her or going. To yeah. Be- well, he he goes on a trip. He so. Um, there's a point in the book where they talk about how Robert just kind of like left Paris because he needed some time to himself and he went to this place called San Sebastian, which I'm not sure where that is. It's probably somewhere in France. But, yeah, you um, look it up. Yeah. Um, oops. <laughs> um, please stay with us. Please stay. Many apologies. Oh, it's in Spain. It's a city in Spain. Oh, so he's already going to be in Spain. Yeah, so um, he goes there, and for some reason, um, uh, Brett is there too, but like, I don't remember if they say why she's there. But she's she's, just everywhere. Yeah, she's just everywhere. 
And so then they, like, are falling in love with each other, like, kissing and whatever. <laughs> and then... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and, um... So then he's like, oh, I have this connection with, um, Brett. And, like, we're meant for each other. We're in love with each other. We have to be with each other. And... Poor Francis. Yeah, poor... Feel but Francis is kind of like a control freak. I know, but Like, I Francis is in a way. Yeah. But, like, Thanks. there was that... When they were getting in their argument and, like, Jake kept on saying, why isn't he standing up for himself? Why is he just taking it, too? Like, uh-huh. I didn't understand why Robert was just letting that happen. Like, it's kind of like he made his own defeat when they were arguing. Wait, arguing about what? Like, oh, or the, between... In the um, middle of, like, in the, I don't know. When Francis and yeah. him were arguing? Yeah, yeah. What were they arguing about, exactly? Why she, Like, why... He doesn't want to get married. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't know. They just... Couldn't see them together, personally. Yeah. I mean, why doesn't... Yeah, why doesn't he just, like, break up with her? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't understand. I guess maybe he thinks she's more, like, stable than being with, like, like Brett or another person. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. But then it's like, well, then why is he, like, in a relationship? Like, if he doesn't care, like, why is he even, like, going... Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's like he has, like, commitment issues. So why is he even in a relationship? That's so true. And why doesn't she, like, break up with him? I guess she just, like, like we said, wants his money. And she probably just, like, she, she just wants to be married. married. I feel like because there was such a, like, every woman was supposed to get married by a certain age during that time. Yeah. And if you didn't, you're, like, like the old, like, hag or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's unfortunate. Yeah. This whole novel is like pretty depressing. Pretty depressing so far. <laughs> yeah. I hope it gets better. I know. I think it's a, just a good novel to read. I feel like because yeah. I've always wanted to read one of like Ernest Hemingway's books, and I want to read more. I want to read for him the Bell Tolls, and I want to read A Farewell to Arms too, because he's such a talented writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I feel like Jake was kind of him in a way. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I was reading, like, um, when I was reading about Ernest Hemingway, he said, like, he loved bullfighting and, like, um, fishing. And when they go to Spain, like, they They're going to go bullfighting. Well, like, go watch bullfighting. I don't think they are. No, they're not going to watch it. They're watching it. And they go fishing. Like, they make a day of fishing. Like, that's a big deal. Which is, like, they talk about fishing a lot. Like, it all connects and, like, writing. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's a definitely a reflection of Hemingway's yeah. own life and his interests. Well, I'm excited to see how much more we see of Hemingway's life in this book too, because yeah. he ends it ends so depressing for Hemingway, and I hope it doesn't end so depressing for any of these characters. Yeah. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, I wonder what was. I do they know what happened to Hemingway? Like, was he depressed or something? I don't or? know. I think he was just kind of lost in life. Yeah. I feel like writers, like, think about, like, Edgar Allan Poe. He was found that in, like, was Baltimore. In, like, like, a gutter. Yeah. It's just so sad. It's just so sad. And I hope... I like Jake. I like these characters. It's yeah. interesting. So, yeah. I think we'll see you guys for part two of The Sun Also Rises. Yeah. And hopefully everything will get all wrapped up. And we'll figure out 
what happens with all these characters. I know. They're Hopefully they find purpose. Oh, it's so sad. I know, it is sad. Okay, bye guys. Bye.